Tweedly dee. Tweedly dee 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 dee. Tweedly dee. No meaning. Why do I do it? Ah, uh, welcome everybody to the Harland Highway podcast. Glad to have you here. I am your host, Harlan Williams, and uh, good show today. Maybe a great show. I don't know. Um, Anybody here ever been killed by waffles? Yeah, hello. You've just been hooked in. We will be discussing the the deadly, deadly encounter that happened with some waffles. Um, How about clothing tags? Would you like to kill your clothing tags? When was the last time you bought a new pair of jeans and had to go through all the tags? That's going to be coming up on the Harland Highway question of the day. Uh, Senor Fuentes is dropping by, which I never enjoy. He's my creepy gardener who's kind of a little bit off. Not looking forward to that. And then we're going to end the show out with a 911 call. That you're just going to roll your eyes at the stupidity of people. Really, a nutbag calls 911 for the dumbest reason. But you're here for the smartest reason, because this is a podcast. This is the Harland Highway! Welcome to the Harland Highway. All right, let's get this sucker going, huh? You're causing a major disturbance on my time. It's the Harland Highway. What's up, brah? If I'm here and you're here, doesn't that make it our time? I have come here to chew bubblegum and kick ass. Am I hallucinating here? Just what in the hell do you think you're doing? You just made a wrong turn onto the Harland Highway. This is your fucking wake-up call, man. You're riding down the Harland Highway with Harland Williams. In 30 seconds, you'll be dead. I'll blow this place up and be home in time for cornflakes. Pop it like it's hard. Pop it like it's hard. Um, I don't know why I sang a rap song right there. Pop it like it's hard. Um, here we go, gang. Big, uh, big question here. Uh, this almost should be the question of the day. In fact, you know what? I, I never do this right out of the gate, but here we go. This is going to be the Harland Highway question of the day, right out of the gate. The Harland Highway question of the day. And here it is. Why are there so many tags, plural, uh, on clothing? When you buy clothing, why are there so many tags? I bought a pair of jeans, a simple pair of jeans, okay? Uh, and there were so many tags on this thing. I felt like I'd, I'd been in a, uh, ticker tape parade and there was like syrup on my pants and all these little pieces of paper floated down and got stuck all over my pants. Like I had enough crap hanging off these new jeans. I felt like I should be in like a Mardi Gras parade, You know, marching down the street with feathers on my hair. My pants were, like, so covered in stuff. It's just too much. So here, let me me give you an example. I'm going to read some of these tags to you, okay? So I went to this place called Lucky Brand. And here's the first tag. This one was on the waistline. 
So uh, it says, uh, Lucky Brand, The Art of Blue Jeans, Waist 36, and then Regular 32. So now you know my dimensions, if you want to buy me jeans for Christmas. Um, So this thing, you know, this is the tag on the side that gives the size, okay? Now just so you know, there's about five places on these jeans that give you the size. So I got this tag. It's a little like rectangular thing that that uh, is attached to the the belt line, and you rip it off. And then here comes this other one. It's like a sticker. This thing's like a. You hear that? That's the sticker part. And this thing's about uh, I don't know about uh, nine inches long. Again, it's a thin rectangle. And this is that sticker they put on the leg of the jean that goes all the way down the leg. And again, it says 36 by 32. But it doesn't say it just once. Let me count. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. So it says it nine times plus the one in the waistband. So that's ten times I've been told which size these are. Okay. But then when you look in the waistband of the uh of the blue jean, there it is again. 3632. And now I'm going and that's just that's a tag. That's like a stitched in tag. But here comes another cardboard tag. Okay? Now this tag was attached just dangling on one of those little plastic looks like plastic thread and then it's got like a T hook at the top. You know those annoying little things, you snap them off and they kind of hurt your fingers. And you go, oh good, I got the tag off, but now I still got this fishing line sticking out of my pelvis. You know what I mean? It looks like fishing line and there's a little T. So, and then it's hard to get the little T part. You got to fish around in the fabric. Where the hell is that? Oh, you catch it like you're the fish. Okay, so now I've got a tag, and this thing on the front, it says Lucky Brand Jeans, which, by the way, it already said on the waistline thing. And then I flip it over, and guess what, gang? There it is, size 36. That's 11 times I've been told that the size of these jeans. Are are they worried that I'm I'm might make a mistake? They're like, oh my god, they can't get the wrong gene. Oh my god, we've got to tell them and tell them and tell them. They're very stupid. They must know we at least eleven times what size the genes are. This could be tragic. Okay, so that's three tags, three paper plastic vinyl tags, and now I come to another one that's on the belt loop. Okay, now this one's got like a big piece of industrial like string on it. And once again, it says the Art of Blue Jeans, Lucky Brand. Okay, well, didn't you already tell me that like twice? Let me look. The the uh, waistband thing, yeah, there it is in big letters, Lucky Brand. And then there's a thing that was on caught on the fishing line. It says Lucky Brand twice on it. And now I've got a third one just to remind me that I've got Lucky Brand one more time. So, so far we're up to four tags. Here comes number five. 
This one's made out of cloth. This was on another butt on another belt loop. And uh this thing's like it's like a strip of fabric. Um and there's an embroidered like eye hole for it where they stick it through. So a little bit of work went into this. And then printed on the fabric, super soft denim. Premium super soft denim is carefully crafted for a softer than soft, broken feel. What is softer than soft? Now I'm picturing like a piece of dog poo or something. I mean, softer than soft? Don't you just go from soft to like mush? How many of you are picturing like a, you know, a pile of vomit outside a nightclub that's i think that's softer than soft except for the chunks of carrots and then i flipped this thing over made with the highest levels of comfort and quality in mind every pair of super soft jeans feels like you've owned them for years and just gets more comfortable the more you wash and wear them there it is again lucky brand i mean i have fingers folks you know, you can tell someone how soft something is. Like, I can look at a cloud and go, I bet that's pretty soft. I bet that's super soft. And I bet if I touched it, it would be soft. So I can tell it's denim. Denim's hit and miss. Sometimes it's soft. Sometimes it's a little coarse. Denim is, by nature, kind of a a tough fabric. I got fingers. We're like raccoons. We have sensitive little fingers. We feel things. Do I need another tag? So now we're up to one, two, three, four, five tags. And here comes the last one, number six. It's like a a little alarm tag just inside the waistline. It says, please remove before first use. Um... And then on the back, it's in French. Merci de retraire si avant la première utilisation. Well, I think that last word was English. I mean, you know, the French can't get them all. They can try to change all our words to French, but they didn't get utilization. Merci de retraire si si avant la première utilisation. It almost looks like the same spelling, but I'm not sure because... Last week I told you I had trouble with some word spelling. So now I've got an alarm in my pants, which, you know, would be a good thing if I was, like, you know, super well endowed. I I think it would be kind of a bragging rights to have an alarm in my pants. You know, any girl venturing down, warning, warning, beep, 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 giant Giant, morning, beep, 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 supersize, morning, beep, 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 pew, 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 uh, uh, uh. So I don't know what this alarm, I guess, is for shoplifting. But if I'm already out of the store, please remove before first use. You know, like a pair of jeans is like a blender or something. You know, well, here goes. Let's turn it on. The first first use. Maybe I want an alarm in my pants. Don't tell me to remove it. I, I like having a little strip of toxic metal next to my junk. Okay? 
I'll leave the alarm in my pants if I want the alarm in my pants, Lucky. What if I'm feeling lucky? I want the alarm to go off. So anyways, you got to figure that all this hoopla, you know, the, the high-grade high string, the cloth fabric, the stickers, the paper, the printing, the artwork, the design, it's all got to add up. And then I look on the back of one tag, $99 for a pair of blue jeans that I'm going to be out in the garden with and, you know, changing the oil on my motorcycle with. You know why they're $99, don't you? Because you jackasses spend $89 making all these godforsaken tags. Ah, ah, ah. Boop, boop. There goes the alarm. Boop, boop, boop. The Harlan Highway question of the day. Oh, boy. Annoying. Anyways, let's go to some crazy headlines, gang. Here we go. This is nuts. Listen to this headline, okay? The Harlan Highway. Crazy news story. That's weird. Wow. That's strange stuff. You're going to love this. Woman shot by oven while trying to cook waffles. Huh? Check it out. An 18-year-old Florida woman. I love it when they call 18-year-olds women. Aren't they still kids? If you have the the word teen in your name, 18, I don't know. I still think kid. I don't don't think an 18-year-old, 19-year-old is really a woman yet. Maybe, I don't know, but an 18-year-old Florida woman kid was only slightly injured this week when she was shot by her friend's oven. Alea Walker was visiting a friend in St. Petersburg Monday when they decided they wanted some late-night waffles. Well, who doesn't want those? Oh, man, it's midnight, man. I need some waffles. Mm-mm. Yeah. Some people like a nice glass of hot milk before they go to bed. Some people like a little glass of red wine. I need me a stack of waffles. Mm-mm. Yeah. Ego my ass, biatch. Oh, yeah, I'm going to put a couple on my ears and pretend I'm Princess Leia, biatch. Give me them egos. Um, so here's what happened. They wanted some late-night waffles. So they uh, walk her, this, this girl, started uh, preheating the oven. And this is Florida for you. She preheats the oven unaware that her friend J.J. Sandy, <laughs> J.J., was storing a magazine from his forty-five caliber Glock in the oven. Yeah, that's a smart place to hide your ammo, dude. And where do you keep your extra can of gasoline? Right there beside the fireplace? The hell is wrong with you? The ammunition magazine exploded about 9 p.m., spraying casing fragments at high speed and striking Walker. She was shot by a waffle oven, gang. She managed to pick some of the fragments out of her leg and chest and took a bus to the hospital. Yeah, because whenever I'm shot in the leg and chest, I figure the fastest way to get to a hospital for emergency life-saving surgery is to 
get on a bus that stops every uh, 800 feet to pick up more people. Excuse me, driver, how, how far is it to the hospital? Well, ma'am, it's about six miles. And how long will that take? That should be about an hour and a half, ma'am. Okay, excellent. I'll sit in the front because I was just shot in the chest and the legs. So will you let me know when we're there in case I, you know, pass out from blood loss? Yes, ma'am. And would you like a nice waffle? Yes, ma'am, I would. I mean, what the hell? So here's the guy's story. Here's JJ's story. Thank you, JJ. Uh, Sandy told the police JJ stored the gun in the drawer, but stored the magazine in the oven. Four rounds were in the 13 capacity magazine, he said. Okay, gun and ammunition re- references indicate that the 45 caliber bullets commonly used in Glocks can explode at temperatures as low as 280 degrees. <laughs> or even lower if they've been exposed to heat for a long time, which can degrade the structure of the bullet. I wonder if he had them spread out on a nice cookie sheet. I mean, that's like a new cookbook right there, huh? Delicious home-cooked bullets. First, you take the bullets out of the magazine, spread them on a lightly oiled cookie sheet, preheat the oven to 250 degrees, Insert bullets on cookie sheet, allow to heat for 15 minutes, and run for your life! Ah! Good Lord. They go on to say that the uh, the guy didn't have a temperature gate on, on his oven. So he, he estimates the temperature based on how far the knob is turned. And according to the police record, report... Uh, this guy observed that the inside of the oven was damaged. Gee, do you think? You got bullets going off in your waffle oven? I think so. I mean, this is crazy. So obviously, without a gun barrel to contain and direct the propelling gases, the bullets uh, pierced the glass and steel portions of the oven. The shell casings actually cause more damage than the bullets. Um, so the guy wasn't charged because he had a, a proper concealed weapons permit. Really? How about we charge him for his IQ? Is there, is there a way we could look at his, his test scores, his IQ scores? Can't we charge him for being an idiot? Wow. So be careful, man. Uh, if you're going to be making waffles anytime soon, please get a flak jacket or a bulletproof vest or at least do the old uh, duck and roll routine, you know? So there you go. Crazy news headlines. I think I'll go drink me a gallon of log cabin syrup. Might help... Uh, Stop the bullet from getting out the other side of my body. All right. Well, let's move on and switch gears to... uh, Hold on. What? Oh, no. No. Oh, Roger. 
What is he doing here? I don't want him here. Oh, come on, man. Not again. What are you doing here, Senor Fuentes? That's Senor Fuentes. I know who you are. What is with you, man? I'm, you know I do a show here. You're my gardener. You drive all the way over here in your smelly old pickup truck. Easy, senor. Whatever. Her name is Swissy. Your pickup truck has a name? Si, senor. Swissy. Si. Dare I even ask why you call your pickup truck Swissy? Well, Swiss people have very fair skin, senor. So? Well, when you have fair skin, you tend to have a lot of freckles. Okay. Well, Swissy drops oil all over the place. Your truck leaks oil. Yeah, I know. I can smell it. Well, wherever I park, senor, I leave drops of oil all over the pavement, and it looks like freckles. Hold on. So you're associating oil drops all over the sidewalk with freckles. That's right. Swissy leaves freckles all over the sidewalk and the driveway and in the parking lot at Home Depot, senor. Oh, God. What kind of logic is that, Fuentes? That's senor Fuentes. All right. Do you not realize I'm doing a show here? What is it, senor? A show. How do you think I pay your bills? I don't know, senor, but this just looks like a... Don't say anything. A steaming pile of horseshit. Don't! What are you doing here, Fuentes? That's Senor Fuentes. I know! Well, Senor, I've got some bad news. What are you talking about? There's a giant brown stain on your underwear. What? You heard me, Senor. There's a big giant brown streak right down the crack of your underwear, Senor. How do you know what's in my underwear? Oh, I know. I saw it, Senor. You did not stop it. You did not see a giant brown streak down the middle of my underwear. Oh, yes, I did. And it smells, senor. Cut it out. What in the name of crab cakes and red lobster are you talking about? Oh, I love crab. Don't. Just what? Well, senor, remember you told me to stain your fence? Yes, my old rotten fence in the backyard. And you told me you wanted a nice brown stain. Yes. Well, unfortunately, your clothesline is hanging right close to the fence. I know. One end of it's actually tied to the fence. Well, your big fat underpants. Don't say my big fat underpants. Your big chubby under... They're not chubby. Your extra wide underpants were flapping in the breeze drying on the clothesline, senor. So? So as I was staining the fence... It looks like I slipped and I put a big brush stroke right down the crack of your big, fat, chubby underpants, senor. They're not chubby. Well, I don't care what they are. You got a great big chocolate stain all the way down. Stop it. I don't have a stain in my underwear. There are people listening. Well, I'm sorry if there are people listening, but what if there were people watching, senor? There you go, walking down the street. Huh? In your big, fat, super-sized, chubby underwear, big chocolate brown stain right down your cracks and your... I don't have a chocolate, chubby, chocolate, chocolate stain in my chubby, fat-ass crack underpants. 
You said it, senor. I didn't say it. You made me say it. See, si, senor. And it smells. How do you know how it smells? Well, you know how much stain smells. It's a very chemically stained, senor. Who knew that your underpants smelled like turpentine? Get out of here. Out, out, out. Would you like me to wash your cracks, senor? Get out! There's a few brushes bristles came off in your underpants, senor. It looks like you have horse whiskers coming out of your ass crack. Get out! Wow. What an annoying idiot. Roger, why do you do this to me? Why do you let him in here? He's got to be the only gardener in the universe that drives to his employer's work. And you let him right in, covered in ants and leaves and twigs. I don't know if there's anyone more annoying or more of an idiot, except maybe this story that we're working on right now. Holy God. Every now and then you get a, a real doozy of a 911 call. Listen to this redneck idiot who uh, who made a 911 call to the sheriff because she wanted cigarettes. Okay, this chick's wasted. She's having a barbecue with her husband or her boyfriend. And, uh, you know, what's a good... Uh, What's a good mind-numbing drunk without some smokes to wash the booze down? Take take a listen to this story. Winning. So a 48-year-old woman by the name of Linda White calls 911 in Hood County, Texas. That's about uh, 65 miles southwest of Dallas. Calls, but not for a real emergency. Calls because she wants cigarettes. Now, WFA-TV reports she was apparently trying to play a joke, but the deputy was having none of it. The woman who answered the phone took her address, took her number, and sent deputies there. They arrested Linda and charged her with abusing 911. Hey, County 911, what's the address of your emergency? Hello? If you're waiting on that son of a bitch, you're going to be waiting on that. Hello? Hello? I need some cigarettes. What address are you at? Uh, 3110 Beachwood. What's your name? Gary Roberts. Oh. I'm sorry, Carrie is your first name? Yeah. Spell it for me. G-A-R-Y. Wait, I forgot how to spell my last name. You said I your last I... name is Roberts? No, I think I dialed the wrong number. Okay, and you're at 3011 Beachwood? Yeah. Okay. Thank you. Uh-huh. I'll say it again. Winning! And uh, how about when the officer asks, uh, asks her her name? She goes, what's your name? And I'm, I'm pretty sure this drunk said Julia Roberts. See see if you hear this. So, uh, ma'am, what's your name? Gary Roberts. <laughs> and then there's some c- confusion. And she goes, what is it? Carrie? Jerry? And then, I swear to God, I don't know if somehow I play into this story, but I did a Conan episode years ago where I did this stupid bit where I talked about how I figured out a way you can say the name Gary in a whole new way. You can say Gary, you can say Gary, Gary. You you know, you can drag out the word Gary. It's on YouTube somewhere. 
Now, this chick says her name again, and I'm wondering if she had seen me on Conan because she says Carrie, just the way I would say it. It cracked me up. Listen, here she is saying her name again. Carrie Roberts. Oh, yeah. I'm sorry. Carrie is your first name? Yeah. <laughs> oh, God, that cracks me up. And listen to the dude, her husband, her boyfriend in the background, just chuckling the whole time. Yeah. Nut jobs, man. Just nut jobs. Yeah. I mean, what kind of people call 911 for cigarettes? Yeah. And then I love the ending to this thing, man. This this chick realizes she, she might have, she goes, I think I called the wrong number. And then the conversation ends, and I'm thinking the drunk's like, ah, you know what, I said it's the wrong number, I hung up, and and that was it. And she says, thank you, and probably thought that was the end of the story. But listen to the cop, the operator, the 911 operator, listen to her response after the drunk thinks it's over and tries to say goodbye. There's a real tell in the cop's tone, the operator's tone. Listen. Thank you. Uh-huh. Oh, man. Did you hear it? Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Yeah, that that's the cop going, oh, this ain't over, biatch. Okay? You had your little fun. It, it, it's on. I'm sending the sheriffs rolling down on your place. You think it was a funny little joke with your cigarettes and now we've hung up? You think you got away with this one? Uh, do you not hear the tone in my uh-huh? Uh-huh. Oh, yeah, that's a whole wall of trouble coming when you hear that. Uh-huh. You better run and you better hide. Yeah, Uh-huh. <laughs> so there we go. We end the show with a country bumpkin dildo. Unbelievable, man. Uh, so there you go. What, a, what an ending with Gary. Uh, thanks for being here, folks. Uh, always a pleasure having you here, rolling down the Harland Highway with me. Oh, oh. Uh, let's see, what do we got coming up for you here? Uh, don't forget Dallas, Texas, Addison, the improv. If you are in the Dallas, Texas region, or even anywhere in the country, I will be uh, at the uh, improv uh, March 7th through March 10th, so it starts tonight, gang. One show tonight, two shows uh, Friday, two shows Saturday, one show Sunday. It is going to be a treat. So uh, come on out, get your tickets online at harlowilliams.com. Go on the stand-up link, and while you're there, check out the store, the Harland Highway store. We've got uh, CDs. DVDs, my new stand-up special, A Force of Nature, is there, available for you. T-shirts, music, artwork, all kinds of fun stuff. Uh, Don't forget my free app if you have a cell phone, which I know you do, harlandapp.com. You can uh, download that for free, get some uh, voices, some ringtones, all that fun stuff. If you want to write to me, harlowilliams.com with your comments. And if you want to leave a voicemail, 323-739-4330. Always like to hear from the pavement pounders, man. And uh, that's it, man. 
That is all we got for you today. Uh, Again, thanks for being here, folks. And uh, we will catch you next time here on the Harland Highway. And until then, chicken chow mein, baby. Yeah, right. Uh Uh-huh.